0: Hello, and welcome to the Life in Unification podcast. I'm Ismael Flores, your host. As many of you already know, this is my first podcast, and I'm really excited about it. I've always had a lot on my mind, and I've had a lot to say, but never found an appropriate way to deliver my message. So here I am. In my podcast, I'm going to talk and touch base on important topics ways to improve oneself and overall quality of life, how to meditate, how to induce relaxation through basic breathing exercises, and I'm going to talk about my personal experiences and how to overcome obstacles. My objective is for everyone listening to learn something new, find new ways to help themselves and to find inspiration to go do the incredible things they are destined to do. Tonight's episode will be about anxiety. Anxiety is the most common disorder in today's society. But why is it so hard to talk about? Society has created a stigma around mental health disorders, especially anxiety. Now, what is anxiety? Per the Oxford Dictionary, anxiety is defined as a nervous disorder characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically with compulsive behavior or panic attacks. But to simplify that, anxiety is the human body's natural reaction to stress. These disorders alter how a person processes emotions and behave. Also causing physical symptoms. Mild anxiety may be vague and unsettling while severe anxiety may seriously affect day-to-day living. And for me personally, I have severe anxiety and it seriously affects my day-to-day living. Anxiety disorders affect 40 million people in the United States. It is the most common group of mental illnesses in the country. However, Only 36.9% of those people with an anxiety disorder receive treatment. Understanding anxiety and how it works can help change the stigma that surrounds mental illnesses. If we learn to embrace it as a naturally occurring tool, rather a hindrance, we could better help ourselves and people overcome it and understand it as well. The big question is, do I have anxiety? Well, symptoms and, and, and signs can range from moderate to severe. Each individual person will experience these signs and symptoms differently because no two types are the same. People always ask, what are signs and what are symptoms of anxiety? Well, let me tell you. Some signs and symptoms of anxiety may include numbness and tingling, dizziness, Chest pain, headaches, neck tension, stomach upsetting, pulsing in the ear, burning skin, fear, shortness of breath, heart palpitations, weakness, insomnia. Those are all examples of signs and symptoms of anxiety, but there is definitely more. And it will vary by person. Individuals that have anxiety may experience some struggles in their day-to-day life as well. For example, you may be a people pleaser. You know, you may be afraid of driving people away, fear of being a bad friend, boyfriend, employee, maybe fear of letting others down, talking a lot or not talking at all. For me personally, I don't talk a lot and it's because of my anxiety. Nervous habits, playing with your hands, cracking knuckles, biting your lip. I do all of those. Needing to do repetitive things. Overthinking. I do that on a daily basis, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Inability to manage time. Having a need for reassurance, asking for directions multiple times, or checking on others frequently. Those are just some examples. Procrastinating. Followed by long periods of crunch time work, unnecessary procrastination, avoiding eye contact, obsessing and having a tendency to dwell on the negative, the what ifs, and dwelling on past mistakes or life situations, having the inability to say no, always having an overloaded schedule, being constantly busy, insomnia. Difficulty falling asleep or waking up early and not being able to fall back asleep. Others think that you are difficult to read. Maybe they think you're unemotional, uninterested, cold. You may have a limited social life too. Turning down invitations from friends. Inability to enjoy the moment as well. Being unable to relax and be in the present or expecting the worst in any situation feeling intimidated by the future, the tendency to compare yourself to others, falling short of expectations, mental and physical fatigue. And also there's that potential for alcohol or substance abuse as an unhealthy coping mechanism. Those are only some examples of what individuals go through on a daily basis because of anxiety. Some characteristics of anxiety could be perceived by others as being cute or just part of your personality. In reality, these attributes are driven by underlying anxiety. Other characteristics of anxiety are internal and may not be noticed by the people around you, despite the fact that they cause you a great deal of stress. If you asked most people you know, they probably would not have a clue that you struggle with anxiety every day. If you have anxiety, you're likely become adept at presenting a false persona to the world and never show your true feelings to anyone. That's how much it consumes your life. Instead, you keep it all bottled up inside and compartmentalize your feelings with a plan to deal with them later, but later never comes. Deep down, you know that your anxiety limits your life even if you don't let on. Perhaps you're able to achieve essential tasks such as those relating to work and housekeeping, but you feel like your life is limited in other ways. For example, you never do anything outside of your comfort zone. Your actions are probably dictated by your anxiety. You likely choose activities that calm your racing thoughts rather than pursuing activities because you would actually enjoy them. So, treatment, you know, what can you do to treat anxiety and to help yourself? If you or a loved one are struggling with an anxiety disorder, you're not alone. You're not alone. I'm a living testimony. Trust me, I know how you feel. There are different ways you can help yourself or a loved one with anxiety. Let me talk about some options for treating anxiety. One, Find someone you could talk to. Finding someone you could talk to may be difficult. It is difficult. It has been difficult for me. Engage maybe in general conversations about mental illnesses with those that are close to you. This will allow you to gauge their understanding and compassion towards people experiencing mental illness, and in turn, that will help you decide whether or not you feel that you could share your story with them. Two. If you've never been diagnosed with a mental illness such as anxiety but you identify with the symptoms or characteristics, talk to your doctor. A medical professional you trust can and will provide support and give you a referral to be assessed by a mental health professional. If you're diagnosed with an anxiety disorder such as GAD, which is Generalized Anxiety Disorder, or SAD, which is Social Anxiety Disorder, know that there are effective treatments options for you. Three, anxiety disorders can be treated with cognitive behavioral therapy, also called CBT. It's a form of therapy that first became popular in the 1980s and the 1990s for treating anxiety disorders. Research has shown that CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy is a form of therapy that reliably helps in overcoming clinical anxiety disorders. Although CBT is not set method, but rather a combination of various techniques that depend on the disorder being treated. For example, CBT for treating depression will be different from CBT for treating SAD or other anxiety disorders. It's very different. Four, medications. Medications such as Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, or SSRIs, you may have heard that antidepressants may help panic disorder or other different anxiety disorders. It's true. You know, one class of antidepressants, Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, SSRIs, are often prescribed to help panic disorders, anxiety, and panic attacks. You know, learn how SSRs are used for the treatment of panic disorder. Educate yourself. Um, Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors refer to a specific class of antidepressant medications. So when they were first introduced in the 1980s, SSRIs were used to treat depression. Now established to be effective in treating panic disorders, anxiety disorders, all of that. You know, SSRIs could be some of the medication that is used to treat depression, but it also helps people that have anxiety. For example, Fro- Prozac, Celexa, or Zoloft, those are some examples of medication that, that people use to treat these disorders. And lastly, my favorite, mindfulness training. Mindfulness meditation, also known as Vipassana, or insight meditation, can be helpful in learning to manage the symptoms of any anxiety disorder. The practice of mindfulness meditation involves learning to become more aware of your emotions and thoughts without analyzing or reacting to them. I will go more in-depth with mindful meditation in my next podcast, so please stay tuned. But, you know... Many people with anxiety find that using a combination of these treatments best helps them manage their symptoms, which is perfectly normal and okay to do. For me personally, I do all of these. You know, in the past, I have been, I've seen a therapist and I've learned, you know, different ways to cope and take care of myself. I might not see a therapist now, but I've taken the information and the advice from them And I use it to present day. You know, I have family I could talk to. Anxiety disorders, you know, they are treated with medication. I've tried it. It wasn't the best option for me, and that's why I stopped. Personal decision. It might work for you. It might not work for you. But if you do not try it, you will not know. And also... By doing meditation, it's free. You could download an app. I use an app called Oak. It's a great app to use for meditation. Um, or you could also do is just look up online on how to do meditations. Or in the future, when I do have my mindfulness training and meditation practices available, you could tune in and learn why it is an important tool to calm down anxiety and to focus on your mental and physical well-being. The practice of mindfulness meditation involves learning to become aware of your emotions and thoughts without analyzing or reacting to them. So with that being said, There's so many emotions and thoughts that are going through your head or that you're feeling, but you just need to learn how to react to these stressful situations, emotions, feelings, and take out the positivity, positive aspects of that and thrive off that and be the happiest version of yourself. Many people with anxiety feel consumed. And I, I say this by personal experience. Yes, it's very consuming. It takes up your life. But you need to keep moving forward and, and know that there are ways that you can help yourself. Like the ways that I just explained. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty anxious right now. So I'm going to give you a way to reduce your anxiety levels from the comfort of your own living room or wherever you are quarantining currently. (laughs) So I'm going to be straight up with you. It won't fix all your problems. However, it will certainly be start in the right direction. So, okay, let's begin. I want you to find a comfortable place that is quiet and free of distractions. I'm going to give you a second so you could do that. OK, gently close your eyes and focus on your breath. Now, I want you to breathe in slowly through your nose for four seconds, hold for six seconds, and exhale for a total of eight seconds. Great job. Now let's do it again. Breathe in slowly, Hold and exhale. Next, I want you to think about your happy place, somewhere you feel at peace. My happy place is the beach. (laughs) I love the beach so much. Take a moment to embrace your senses. And I mean, embrace your senses when you're at your happy place. So what can you see? How does it feel? Can you describe what you can hear? And don't rush yourself. Please take as long as you need. There's no rush. Make yourself feel like you are genuinely in your happy place. Okay, and the reason for me asking you to do this exercise is simple. Once you could imagine yourself in a completely different location where you feel happy, you quite literally distract the mind from whatever you are anxious about. Literally. It may only be for 30 seconds, three minutes, or an hour, but it's a start. You're already doing things that are impacting your life in a positive way. You're not alone. You know, Bask in the sunshine, in that feeling of hope that maybe the worst is over. Reconnect to your breath and to the power within you. Reflect on all you've been through, that you still get up every single day. Acknowledge your strength, your resilience, and tenacity. These feelings might be fleeting And you might get pulled under again once you get a grasp of fresh air. And if that happens, it might kick your ass and hurt even more than the time before. But hey, you need to remember that you're not alone. You are a warrior. And this too shall pass soon. All right, well, thank you for tuning in on my episode about anxiety. My next episode will be on mindful meditation. I will be explaining what it is, its history, and how to practice. Always remember this. Anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but only empties today of its strengths. All right, until next time, Izzy signing off.